Welcome everyone to another episode of the Blade Hockey Podcast, episode 61. Uh, we have ourselves a hockey season here, folks. Um, we have dates to remember. We have our divisions, officially our new divisions. We have all that and more uh, in this episode. And uh, before we get into that, let's talk some signings first. First off, Florida Panthers signing forward Anthony Duclair to a one-year $1.7 million contract. Um, I mean, solid guy. Uh, seems that ever since he left Arizona uh, to Ottawa, he, he uh, really upped his game. And uh, he looks to get um, another opportunity to, you know, play at a higher level. Uh, he'll be playing under uh, Coach uh, Joe Quinville down in uh, Florida Panthers. And uh, he'll probably flourish. He'll definitely flourish, hopefully, um, down there uh, under his system. But uh, also, ironically, <clears throat> with the uh, whole Chicago connection um, and Coyotes mentioning, uh, for me, uh, mentioning that, uh, Drake Kagula has signed with the Coyotes for a one-year deal, league minimum. 700k um i don't know what's with the coyotes and their obsession as of late for signing and trading for blackhawks players that i actually do like which please don't stop because that will allow me to cheer for them instead of having to boo them because they're on the blackhawks because i'm a blues fan um which you know i i have a fanfare with the uh the arizona coyotes um which uh when Vinny Henestroza was part of the uh, Blackhawks, I'm like, you know, this guy's got game, you know? And then he was a Coyote, and I'm like, yeah! Hell yeah! And then, uh, I want to say Nick Strom? Nick St- no, no, Nick Schmaltz, my bad. Nick Schmaltz. Uh, same guy. Uh, same boat with him. Uh, with the Coyotes coming from the Blackhawks. And now we have uh, Drake Kagula. So, uh... Congratulations to uh, Greg Drake Kagula and the Coyotes for signing that year uh, year deal. Which also, I mean, you're not going to really see a lot of people doing long term contracts because we still don't know the cap situations, you know. And further down the line, and you want to, you know, you don't want to squander a potential payday uh, in the future. But at the same time, and this is it is also kind of risky to do one year deals at a time because then you know what if you don't really have a good year you know and then you're stuck at that league minimum like uh, Drake Kagula in his boat or even if you're a higher caliber player you know or if you're coming off of RFA and if you go longer then you you know go you know it's it's a slippery slope. Uh, at least in these times, but regardless, congratulations. Um, but also, talking about players, uh, before we get into the big old reason why even make this episode in the first place. Um, Tampa Bay Lightning forward Nikita Kucherov uh, apparently is battling a long-term injury that may require him to go to LTIR uh, per Elliot Friedman, um, which does help... Sh- I well, you don't want to like really use that as a crutch to save their cap situation that they're currently under to save people because he will return. It's a matter of when, and when he returns, you're gonna have to offload that cap some at that cap hit somewhere, 
in the lineup and you don't want to, you know, which they already tried waiving uh, Tyler Johnson to get hit out of his contract and that didn't go well. And there's been other avenues that they've tried as well, but uh, has not come into fruition. So here we are, um, <clears throat> which, um, yeah, I hope, you know, Cooch comes back um, and hopefully Lightning can figure it out. But I mean, they've got at first, you know, we had all the time in the world because we didn't know when the season's starting, but we know when it is now. And they uh, the clock is this clock is ticking. Um, to say the least, and uh, camp is coming very soon, and uh, we'll get into that um, right now, actually. Uh, just diving right into it, um, after a word from our sponsor, of course. Alright, so diving into the whole shebang when it comes to the details of the upcoming 2020-2021 season. Um, first off, we must acknowledge that it is quite, even though we all know that it's going to be quite in a momentous, not necessarily for the right reasons or wrong reasons, it's just going to be a, definitely a rememberable year. Um, last year being a rememberable year by the fact that we had quite an interesting way of the playoffs transpiring with the play-in rounds and then the bubbles and all that because of COVID. Right now, this year is going to be memorable in the sense that number one, it's not the traditional 82 games, it's 56 as the NHL and the NHLPA came officially for an agreement, uh, signed, delivered, great, um, for the 56 game season, um, starting January 13th, um, Training camps will be open January 3rd for every team that was in playoff. Well, basically, any team that was in the bubbles, their training camps will open for Jan, Jan, Jan 3, right? Jan 3. Jan, uh, December 31st will be for any team that was not in the bubbles. So the Detroit's, Ottawa's of the, of the world uh, will be starting their camps on the 31st. Uh, approval uh, for an NHLPA and all that's great. The only thing that's kind of the hang-up right now with this season, it seems that it's basically signed, sealed, delivered um, for the United States side of things, but the I mean, even though there's some teams that are going to have some issues, which we'll get into that uh, once we go in over the divisions, but uh, the big thing is Canada. Canada is the issue. Uh, right now, as um, it has been, especially when it comes to British Columbia, is what I'm hearing. It's having some issues, and when I say that Ottawa uh, and Quebec or Quebec, uh, however you want to pronounce it, um, is also potentially having some issues when it comes to uh, allowing the teams to travel to and from and so on and so forth. Um, but it seems to be the Texas of the North, uh, being Alberta, is being like, hey, you know, come on in and play games. I don't give a shit. Uh, we're going to have ourselves the Battle of Albertas, uh, which if you uh, are on the uh, Hockey Chirps uh, YouTube uh, group, or oh, Facebook group, my bad, um, 
I shared a a meme where there's like this little running kid. Uh, although it's not my meme, it's from somewhere else. I want to say it's from uh, between the boards or uh, over the boards. I know it's, it's one of them. Um, as I looked that up, but yeah, there's like some little kid like screaming, like biking away from this uh, thing, and uh, it's the uh, the kid is everyone that saying, "Oh, NHL needs to take away." fighting or whatever and then the uh the thing behind them is the um uh thing saying oh the nhl is potentially green lighting at least at least nine battle of albertas <laughs> yeah it's a no it's a little kid running and it's from between the pipes hockey is when this is where this meme's from uh and it's a uh like an orangutan uh on a little tricycle following them but yeah, that's uh that's absolutely hilarious. Um, which if you haven't joined the uh, Hockey Jerps uh, Facebook group, by all means, it's quite a fun time over there. Go ahead, check it out. Uh, join the group. But um, yeah. Um, uh, also some dates to remember. Uh, so puck drop, Jan thirteen, is when uh season's kicking off. The trade deadline is april 12th the end of the regular season will be may 8th the expansion draft for the seattle uh kraken to leech from every team except for vegas uh will be july 21st uh nhl draft the um entry draft for all the youngins uh, will be through july 23rd and 24th and uh the free agency uh first day of free agency will be july 28th and those dates are per pierre lebrun of tsn so i mean it's a fairly reliable source so i would imagine that that's true uh last possible day for the cup to be awarded will be july 15th uh february 1st is the first day for players to waive their no movement clauses uh, before the expansion draft uh kicks off so uh that will allow for if you want to offload some cap that's the uh the big way to do it is um, the expansion draft. And RFAs must be signed by February 11th or they are ineligible for play this season. Um, and when it comes to playoffs, uh, we're not doing the whole play on uh, the play-in bullshit this time around. We're going to go basically, it's basically the exact same traditional NHL playoffs. The 16 teams in, four rounds, seven game series is the whole shebang the only difference is there's no wild cards and there's no wild cards because which we'll get into in a second um actually no we're not going to get into a second we're going to go over it right now um the reason why there's no um wild cards is because you're not playing in during divisional or inter-conference uh games Although I will raise that question in a second about, you know, the whole uh, conference thing. But um, so whole thing is there's four divisions, right? There's the West, the North, the Central and East. I know very bland names, but that's the names. Um, And the uh, fact that each division will only play all four. 56 games against the teams that are in that division and that is it so if people were saying oh there's a potential asterisk for the lightning to win their cup 
like they did last year or this past year, right? What, well, like, there has to be, at least there's no doubt in my mind, there's someone being like, oh yeah, there's definitely a, an asterisk to this upcoming season. Because 56, if you're, so you're a team, right? Along, as long as you're not in the North Division, which is the Canada Division. They could have called it the Canada Division, but they didn't call it the Canada Division. So whatever. It's the North. But um, all the other American divisions have eight teams in there. So you are versing seven, un- seven other teams with a combined 50, uh, over 56 games. And, I mean, you're going to pick up on other teams' stuff very quickly because you're going to have those the X amount of extra games against them. And on top of that, first round is against those same play, uh, same teams. You don't verse another team outside of your division until at least second round, depending on your, uh, your seeding and such. Um, which, well, I want to say I have some details on that. Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, but we'll get to that in a second. But, um, yeah, this is uh, going to be quite interesting. But to go over the divisions on uh, how they're laid out, uh, we have the North Division, of course, the Canadiens, the Oilers, the Maple Leafs, the Canucks, the Flames, Jets, and uh, Ottawa Senators. Uh, from east to west, we have the Eastern Division with the Philadelphia Flyers, Pittsburgh Penguins, Boston Bruins, uh, both uh, New York teams, Islanders and Rangers, uh, Washington Capitals, Buffalo Sabres, and the New Jersey Devils. Uh, Central Division uh, is the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Carolina Hurricanes, Columbus Blue Jackets, Dallas Stars, Chicago Blackhawks, um, Florida Panthers. We'll get into the problem with this division in the Western in, in a second, but don't don't worry about that. Um, National Predators and the Detroit Red Wings. All right, cool, fine and dandy. Last but not least, the uh, the one division I really, really, really have an issue with. Western Division, the Colorado Avalanche, the Vegas Golden Knights, the Arizona Coyotes, the Los Angeles Kings, the Anaheim Ducks, the San Jose Sharks, the Minnesota Wild, and last but not least, the goddamn St. Louis Blues. And I say goddamn St. Louis Blues, and you can also, Wild fans, I'll even take the fight for you too, because it's a bunch of absolute malarkey. Number one with travel being the big one for the Blues and the Wild. Because number one, the Wild all the way up in goddamn Minnesota, and we, the St. Louis Blues here, right? St. Louis Blues are on the eastern, west eastern part of Missouri, way farther away from the, you know, furthest east team in that whole division if you take away the Wild and the Blues being the Colorado Avalanche. The Dallas Stars are closer. So they could be in the West instead of the Central. You could have had, I mean, yeah, other than, yeah, Dallas is like the only one you could really put over there 
and then you're running into issues with okay so you do the wild or the blues i mean yeah for scheduling sure whatever uh at least the matchups okay cool the west easy easy way at least theoretical easy way in to the playoffs or blues okay cool fine whatever which we'll get into my predictions for these standings and all that in just a second. But we'll skip down to where I was about to talk about time. Timing. Because, um, so schedules are supposedly going to be released tomorrow per Bill Meltzer of HockeyBuzz.com. Don't know how rela- uh, reliable he is, but uh, if, you know schedules come out tomorrow then they come out tomorrow and they'll tweet about it obviously probably um but the big thing that blues fans hate and along with other teams that have games for pl- teams that are in the central time zone or the eastern time zone when our teams are playing in the pacific time zone the, the only team that's in the mountain time, I want to say, well, the only three teams that are in mountain the mountain time zone is Calgary, Edmonton, and Colorado. Pacific time zone, which for those that, you know, aren't familiar with how time works. So central time, you basically subtract two hours, right? So the typical, typically... The games will start at 7, around 7 o'clock, central time, right? If you're in the central time zone, 7 o'clock, typical time. That time, if you're in the Pacific time, you're great, because that it's like 5 o'clock instead of 7, right? But that team goes to, like, Vegas or whatever, that's in the Pacific time zone. They also start those games at around 7 o'clock. Seems fine, right? No, because... Now, now the central time, you're you know you're off work. Whatever you have work the next day, you want to watch your favorite team, whatever Blues, Blackhawks, whatever that are in the central time zone. Nine o'clock is when the games start. Or say like there's there's some instances where games will start at eight o'clock for whatever reason over there, and now you're up at ten just to start of the game. Or and and you think that's worse? Freaking people that are in the Eastern time zone, freaking add an extra hour to that. That's absolutely insane. And apparently, per Andrew Strickland of Fox Sports Midwest, um, Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly uh, is aware of the concern of Blues fans, and uh, you can rope the Wild fans in there too, because you know. We're the only two in the central time zone that are going to be in the Pacific <laughs> for the most of it. Um, that uh, he's aware that, you know, that's a concern for potential late star times out the West. Uh, and apparently he's uh, saying that the league will make efforts to minimize the issue. I don't know what the hell that he means by that. I mean, other than uh, sooner start times against teams that are traditionally in a western time zone in a central time zone i mean if it means like instead of starting at seven starting at six to where at least it starts at eight i mean i or just starting any team if it's a game against the blues or the wild that they start two hours earlier 
to make it, you know, fair for us, um, I mean, it makes it that much earlier for other people on the Western side of things. But um, if that's what they're going with, great. It's fine. Wonderful. Um, and I, I mean, early hockey is great hockey. But, you know, I mean, and at this point, if there's not going to be people in the stands, then honestly, when does it matter when it comes to how early it starts? Now, how late it starts, it matters. But how early it starts, I mean... Uh, if you're not able to go to the games, then what's the point? Um, unless you go into bars and stuff, and I guess that makes sense. But um, which guarantee you that will uh, be a, that'll be a regular occurrence, just to say uh, the least. Um, but also make sure you're safe doing it. But uh, definitely a uh, occurrence that's going to be happening. Um, also, there will be no preseason games before the regular season, so right after camp, going straight into the games. Um, and as I mentioned, all teams in their respective divisions will only be playing um, four home games, four away for all the American teams at least, uh, will be versing just their division rivals. Um, so take that with what you will. I don't know the... Uh, the game matrix for how many games home and away that the Canadian division is going to have, but uh, at least for the American teams, uh, eight games total for your division rivals, four home, four away. Um, and also, as I mentioned, the Stanley Cup playoffs will be in a traditional format of 16 games, uh, no, 16 teams uh, with seven game uh seven game rounds uh four rounds uh no and once again no wild cards so the top four in each division will be uh in the playoffs so with that said um when i gr grabbed the graphic from the between the pipes hockey uh which is also where i got that meme from so uh good good uh good page on the uh on Facebook, you should definitely follow them. Uh, they put out their 2020-2021 predictions uh, for how the standings will go. Uh, they have for the Eastern Conference, uh, top to bottom, they have the Flyers, then the Bruins, uh, Islanders, and the Capitals. So they have those four going into the playoffs, and then they have Buffalo, Rangers, uh, Penguins, and the Devils. Uh, Central Division, they have the Lightning, Hurricanes, uh, Blue Jackets, and the Stars uh, going in the playoffs. And then they have, outside of that, they have the Blackhawks, the Panthers, the Red Wings, and the Red Wings. Uh, the Canadian Division, or the North Division, whatever you want to call it, uh, they have the uh, Habs, the Canadians, the Oilers, uh, Maple Leafs and the Canucks in the top four. Uh, then they have the Flames, Jets, and the Senators. And last but not least, the Western Division, they have the uh, Colorado Avalanche, the Vegas Golden Knights, St. Louis Blues, and the Arizona Coyotes in the top four. Then they have the LA Kings, the Anaheim Ducks, the San Jose Sharks and the Minnesota Wild. 
Now with that, no, that that's what uh, between the pipes hockey uh, saying. However, here at the Easy Hockey Reviews Bleed Hockey Podcast, on the other hand, we're gonna tweak things up a bit. All right. Um, first off, my predictions for the division standings uh, for the North Division. Very bland name. Uh, Edmonton, I have as number one. Toronto, the Canucks, and then Montreal. I still have Calgary, Winnipeg, and Ottawa missing out. Uh, For the Western Conference, I have Vegas being number one. Then Colorado, St. Louis, and Arizona. Uh, I think Arizona might squeak in. Uh, But at the same time, I really hope that this is not with Arizona potentially going into playoffs, I really hope that's not an excuse for them to rest on their laurels and not try to pursue to be better. Uh, but also, I know Bill Armstrong, uh, former of the St. Louis Blues organization, is very smart, and he will turn this team around. I'd say, oh, well, I mean, depending on the cap, I mean, it could be as quick as, like, two seasons uh, to really uh, be impact players. Uh, to maybe five, uh, five, two to five years. I'd see. Uh, definitely an upswing for the Arizona Coyotes because they have a, a lot of cap issues. That they kind of have to, uh, that John Chaker kind of put them in. Uh, that he has to navigate. But hopefully that he does that and Arizona can become a, a more prosperous uh, franchise, especially when after this season they officially move to the Central Division to make room for the Kraken. Uh, when they come in, uh, which is also, before I continue with these, uh, well, I'll, we'll, we'll finish and then I'll get back into the whole, like why I think St. Louis, blah, da, 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 is in the Western conference, blah, da, 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 da. uh, so the Minnesota wild to have, um, missing out and then LA Anaheim and San Jose, San Jose being last in the Western division or West division, central division, I have Tampa Bay being number one, Dallas Stars, uh, Carolina Hurricanes, and Columbus Blue Jackets. I have Florida Panthers just outside of that, uh, Nashville, Chicago, and then Detroit. Uh, Eastern uh, Division, I have Boston, Philadelphia, uh, the Islanders, and Washington. So the same top four as what they had, but in different orders. Um, Pittsburgh I had just outside looking in. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they made the top four, but we'll see how that plays out for them. Uh, Rangers, Buffalo, and New Jersey also being missing that. Um, but back on the whole division, uh, and why they're laid out the way they're laid out, it comes back as I'm, I was talking about the Arizona Coyotes and all that, it, it clicked in my head. Why just now, why the Blues are in the Western Division, and why the Stars are in the Central with all those other teams. And it comes down to what Gary Bettman said whenever a lot of people were asking why the Arizona Coyotes are moving to the Central. Like, why couldn't it have been any other team? Why couldn't it have been, you know, Edmonton? Why couldn't it have been, Cal- oh, it wouldn't be Calgary because Calgary's more Western than Edmonton. But, uh, yeah, why not like a team like Edmonton? move them to the central and the big question the big answer that that he had other than uh, the obvious answer of oh hey we really don't think this team's gonna really uh get a arena situation fixed so we might be moving them to houston or 
in my humble opinion, I would really love for them if they have to be, if they have to relocate, I really would love nothing more than the Arizona Coyotes to move to Kansas City. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. But it comes down to his whole answer of matchups and ratings and the just the draw of fans for certain matchups like Arizona and the Blues, Arizona and Colorado, Arizona and the uh, the Wild. Apparently that's a, a big money draw for the franchise and apparently that at least that's what I'm gathering is why they are doing this um, the way that they did it. Uh, instead of having the Blues in the Central and being able to reignite not only to continue the 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 Chicago Blackhawks and Blues rivalry, not to continue the the growing rivalry with Nashville, not to continue the growing rivalry with Dallas, and not to reignite the 90s rivalry in the early 2000s of the Red Wings. No, 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 no. We need the... We need to have the Blues and the Arizona Coyotes duking it out. Because that's what puts butts in seats. That's what does it. Is the Coyotes. Not not the prospect of history with the with the, the Red Wings. Or the continuing the history of the, uh, the uh, Predators or the Stars. Or the um, Blackhawks. Or even when the Bolts first came in to the league. Um, having that, or ha- or when the Blue Jackets first came into the league, they, they were in the same division as the Blues back in the day, and they squandered that opportunity. But whatever, it's just a year, and then goes back to normal. So, but anywho, uh, we have only 22 days left until the start of the NHL season. So that's great. It's great news to have. And, um, yeah, that's, uh, the episode. Uh, don't forget to rate and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform, uh, whatever you may be listening to this. Um, don't forget to check out the Easy Hacker Views Facebook page, as well as, uh, follow me on Twitter at Easy Hacker Views. Um, and also, if, once again, if you want to, uh, come in on the, join in on the whole, uh, fun, um, it's a great time on the uh, Facebook page, the uh, Hockey Chirps Facebook page. Um, don't forget to join and uh, join in on the conversations that we have on there. Um, also sharing, you know, memes and so on and so forth on there. Uh, so it's a really good time. It'd be great to have you on there. Um, and uh, I'll catch you all in the next one. Thank you very much.